wig? Did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Flying. Welcome to Wigging Out. out. Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking hot Friday. It, Fuck it, you. It is also a thousand degrees. Out. Yeah. Um. I'm your host, Martyr. And I'm Steve Tepper. I we didn't, didn't do anything I in didn't front have of a it. Catchphrase. It's fine. We're too tired today. We're too tired. And it's hot, hot and sweaty. It's, hot. it's even hot in this, in this little studio. Yeah, we're in a studio. <laughs> we are in Brooklyn. We're, we're back. We're back. Were we? Dumbo. We were. Oh yeah. I guess we went to the Met last time. Nope, that was Even fire. though we were also in Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh okay. Well. Um, Caitlin, wh- what are we doing today? We are interviewing two people that I love and adore. They're also very talented, <laughs> unlike Martyr. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. This is just she's not. She's not incorrect. I'm but not she wrong. didn't have to say it. <laughs> he is talented. Okay. Oh, in the studio, we have. I I act like we have a studio. Right. <laughs> we have. Tyler Wallach and Jonathan Valdez. Hello. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, hello. Hi, guys. We finally have two people at the same time. This studio is huge. I loved everyone in the green room. All the producers are so nice. All the stagehands. We're like, craft services was good. We're giving out LaCroix. We're well sponsored. It's fine. I had the choice between like 15 different flavors of LaCroix. This is you chose the lime. They got jewel pods here just in a big box. You just pull them out. On the way out, you can get a squatty yeah. potty or a gas <gasps> mattress. Oh my so like, yeah. I love a good squatty potty, by the way. I don't see how you potty without squatting. So yeah. if we could start there, I guess. A squatty potty, is <laughs> really, it's, it's an over-emission for me. I actually have problems with it. It's too much. Do you need an adjustable squatty potty? <laughs> I, think, I think that some people do need the squat. I think some people don't. And Just I don't take laxatives like the rest of us. <laughs> I fiber yeah. up, girl. I fiber up. Girl, mm. coffee and laxatives. <laughs> That's how I say so thin. <laughs> <laughs> so our guests are both from Texas. How did you meet each other? Hi. Hi. And yeah, introduce yourselves so people know oh, okay. by like sound who you are. Oh yeah. So I'm Jonathan Valdez, and yeah. And I'm, oh, go for it. Go ahead. I'm Jonathan Valdez, orangejuiceandbiscuits.com. And I'm Tyler Wallach. I'm a painter and artist and designer. And I guess yeah, we met in college in San Marcos, Texas. Although you're supposed to say San Marcos. San Marcos. San Marcos. San Marcos. San Marcos. San Marcos. San Mar- I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, they we met definitely graduated college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we met in they college. Have degrees. We, we met in college, but I did. I, I had an acting class with him with Laura Lane, and she. And then I didn't She's really. The know. actress who played Cece Babcock on The Nanny. <gasps> yes. <gasps> Isn't it at the real Laura Lane now? Before or my time. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know, I know. No, the well, you need to watch it. It'll transform your I've life. Seen, it did transform my life. Serious, serious actress from an acting organization called the Actors Gang in LA started. The gang, the yeah, Actors right? Gang, right? The Actors <laughs> Gang. So it was a solution to crime in LA. <laughs> actors would just fight. I was thinking the, the Jets versus the Sharks. <laughs> no, it's know. like a, qu- it's like one of those really weird queer acting groups where they're all like oh. playing the character of Mother Earth, and uh, then like they do all these shows, you yeah, know, yeah, based yeah. on like Caucasian chalk circles set in post-apocalyptic. 
Twilight's Victoria's Secret. Right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full like on fantasy. Full aesthetic right now. Yes, of a post-apocalyptic rundown Disneyland. As my high school theater teacher tried us to get to do a production of Trojan Women. And that was just season one of the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> so since Martina has no idea what theater it people is. are, out I've of seen <laughs> some of the nanny, but not oh, all of it. So anyway, she she was our teacher, and we had this really incredible acting class called characterization that we took together at Texas State University which is in San Marcos, Texas, which is just a small town in between Austin and San Antonio. And we met there. But I didn't really know her then. Like, I, I mean, I did, but then, like, we started following each other on social media, and I started my blog in 2009, and I thought it was cute. I mean, I don't know anything about graphic design, and then I got a little bloop, bloop, in, like, DM on Facebook, oh. and Tyler was like... <laughs> If you're going to be like a bloganista, you need a logo that doesn't look like trash or something <laughs> like that. Like literally. And I was like, truly, okay. Truly at the time, I really don't think I was trying to be shady. or if it, I, was just I just go, okay, well then do it. And then like an hour later, she came up with my original logo and she turned me out. Yeah. So. Well, I just was like, I at the time, uh, I guess so 2009, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about to graduate and move there in 2010. And so I had seen what he was doing and what he was blogging about and going here and going to different red carpets and doing interviews. And so I was all obsessed with graphic design because I had decided to get a degree in musical theater, unfortunately. Which a mistake, as we a all huge make. Huge mistake. <laughs> uh, but I was forced into so many acting classes and voice classes and dance classes when really I wanted to take more like drawing or like printmaking or um, uh, screen printing and just like different types of printmaking and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so I was always obsessed with Photoshop, uh, and so I had self-taught myself how to do logos and, like, minor graphic design and a little bit of web design, but I was like, you know what, let me just try and, like, make this logo, because at the time, Perez mm-hmm. Hilton was very popular, oh, yeah. and his blog was, like, blogging was very popular. Oh, very. I mean, like, while, while it still is, but it you had could its make heyday. So, yeah, you could make so much money back then. It, it, it had a moment. Yeah, That's oh, my God. everyone was addicted to, that guy who does Slut of the Day, what, D-listed? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. D-listed, you Remember yeah. him? Oh, you're right. bringing me back. <laughs> no. You're bringing me back. <laughs> I know, seriously, when you would, like, check. You'd, like, no, you'd have to go check. Yeah, you could have to refresh. Yeah. I was a president Hilton addict. Ugh. Addict. <laughs> I mean, it was a generational thing. There was also another one. Th- I forget the other one, but it was some, like, I don't know. It was yeah. before we had, like, Twitter. Yeah. Well, and now mm. um, uh, TMZ is a TV show. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. on TV. Yeah. So you don't no. have to go to a website. But yeah, per- when Perez was mean and nasty before Will I Am punched him in the face <laughs> and then he changed <laughs> his ways. Yes, that's what happened. This. That's why he became... <laughs> Oh, nice, wow. but but oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> but if you look at my original logo, which you can find on my Facebook page, the drips of Tyler's like now I like his iconic drips, like he iconic. incorporated that into my logo. So oh wow, yeah. so the aesthetic has been the same for a long time. That's but so crazy. So so that's kind of how we yeah we met, and then when I moved to New York City in 2010, a year after 11. him. 11. 11? I moved here in 2010. You moved here in 2011. Not that that matters. September <laughs> 10th, 2010. Yeah, so I moved here in 2010, though. Oh. Just Early 2010. I'm just in January 9th, 2010. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh January, she got the receipts. March, April, May, June, July, August, I did, yes. I just want the months. timeline to be right eight for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this is a critical I'm sure they're months. making, like, huge notes right now. Yes, <laughs> yes. We're making people sweat. They need that chronological. 
What was life like in Texas before you moved in to New York, like growing up in Texas? Well, we mm. were, we came from different towns. Like Tyler was like the city kitty and I was like oh. in a very small town. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Houston, be it as it is, uh, it's, it's one of the bigger cities. Oh, for sure. Like the broad, at least, you know, Broadway tours came through to our town. We have like two airports, you know, yeah. a lot of people in Texas have to drive an hour and a half just to get to an airport. Me. Because like in any in any case, some places in the wide wide world of Texas, you can drive eight hours in any direction and you're still in Texas. Mm-hmm. So, they have a really good arts community in Houston, though. Actually, yeah. they oh, have like they? ballet, I only symphony. Know about Austin. Yeah, they, of course, Austin's wonderful, but Houston actually has a lot going. Surprisingly, on. Surprisingly, and I don't know, I haven't been to Austin forever, but surprisingly, especially when I was growing up, Austin doesn't really have like a like a district. Like Houston has like a like a theater uh, district, like the the Broadway, yeah. opera, oh. a symphony, the ballet. Yep. Yep. Like it's very that's, like is absolutely an arts district. Yeah, that's so interesting. And there's a gay area, Montrose. Shout out to all my faggots yeah. in Houston. Seven one three two. A one, hey sis. <laughs> but Tyler and I always talk about how well we wish that we would have like known each other to go and like be at the mall and be mall rats oh together. My God, the sight. age of the mall. Yeah, I'm I mean, watching I'm, Stranger Things right now. Oh, and, like I that whole like I I'm only it's on first episode, great. but I know they focus anyway, on the mall. That mm-hmm. mall is so nostalgic. I yeah. just want that great American cookie. Oh, Ooh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's a pretzel? Being Cinnabon. like, Mom, can I have some money for that fucking cookie? You would like, walk, give me that cookie. <laughs> you walk into the mall, and it smells like Cinnabon and like Abercrombie and Fitch everywhere. Just They like pumped out that It was scent. like me just walking around Hollister looking at boys or the torso <laughs> statues of the I clothing. Mean, so or Abercrombie. <laughs> oh, the, no. You know what really got me was the bags. They were all like shirtless. Oh, <laughs> oh they were the, the bags. bags. Wall, like, yeah. I would keep yeah. that bag. Oh, oh my yes. god, that's like would they peak baggage. No, <laughs> they got the girl bag. No, I always got the girl bag. They'll no. sometimes just give you the bag. It's like McDonald's, have. like they'll give you the girl <laughs> bag. <laughs> the <boy laughs> bag. Don't, oh, don't gender me at Abercrombie back oh in the day. I know. No faggots allowed. Well, if you right. go there and you have to buy your fierce cologne, it was called fierce. It's, oh yeah, it's good actually. I hate to admit it. It, <laughs> was just, it really I, smells great. I loved myself and I, I, I didn't go in there that much. So oh. you my sister. We saw you. I want to see the. Well, I used camera. to go. I used to go <laughs> and spray the tester because like I didn't. It actually buy it. smelled good. It smelled like the 2000s is what it smelled like. It was like oh, that. Oh, you're so and, right. like cool water, polo, sport, and curve. <laughs> curve. <laughs> Anyway, so that's the mall. (laughs) (laughs) So when you came to New York, like, what was life like? Like, what were your dreams like when you were coming here? What was New York Mm. like a decade ago? That's honestly a real question. In 2010. It was different. I mean, it was a little different. I feel like for 2010, it was really like coming off of like what New York was, especially like nightlife. And Mm. it's changed so much and just kind of like more of the carefree like everyone was out kind of thing like they would do these like crazy day and night brunch parties at the plaza where everyone just like got wasted but then you walked out and it was like 4 p.m but you it was felt like you were like at in night and like in in darkness all day like uh. it would start at noon and people would just be like spraying champagne everywhere so i'm glad that i got to see like a little bit of that but then it started to change and people it got real expensive and people had to work so uh, but i mean here. i can only imagine what it was like before 2010 when it's, it was like really it's crazy. interesting I, rem- I don't know exactly what year it was but yeah i moved here 2010 2011 so there was this big club called XL that tried to happen. Oh, yeah. So you haven't even heard of it. No. So <laughs> yeah, it was I a mega either. club 
that tried to have a resurgence in Midtown that was connected to something called the Gay Hotel. It was the Out Hotel. The Out Hotel. Is that still a thing? Yeah. No. No? No, no I don't think so. I don't, I don't know what it is. Because the Playboy Club's there now in that space. Oh, where the ex- oh is. is it the yeah. like thing next door to the Out Hotel? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was supposedly this gay hotel in this like super mega gay club that was going to cost like $27 to get in at all times, but there was like all these like guaranteed things or whatever, and it like flopped miserably in yeah. People were like, well, the age of the nightclub is like officially dead. This Good. is New mega York's club. last. Yeah, the mega club. Good. <laughs> the apps have killed it. So, and and speaking of apps, like when I moved here in 2010, I I hopped on Grinder, and that is actually how I found my first um, assistant job to a very well-known and wealthy art dealer on the Upper East Side who owns galleries here and in Berlin. Ooh. And uh, yeah, and then he, that parlayed into oh, a wait, job with another <laughs> wealthy uh, I didn't gentleman. know this. Yeah. On I Grindr? hopped on Grinder and he told me to come over to his house. Uh-huh. So he has a five-story, one-bedroom house on... Um, Girl, don't give the address. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really, really fabulous park in Manhattan. Um, anyway... And so I thought it was going to be like a weird hookup, but sure enough, he was like, hey, I really didn't invite you over here for any funny business. Like, I actually own art galleries what? and like. Funny business? Yeah. <laughs> Had he heard of like LinkedIn? I know. Or, like, <laughs> what is this like? This is the T. This is the T. He wanted somebody who could be private. So it was like, what? he probably, I don't know how he viewed his own gayness or his own sexuality or whatever. And I don't know how many about if that many people knew that about him or whatever. But like the fact that he had found me on a gay app meant that like I had his trust or he had my trust or something. And like, he wasn't even that freaky. Like, come on. I wish I had freaky shit to say, but he wasn't even that crazy. Requirements, discretion on LinkedIn. (laughs) Like what? I mean, to be fair, like Grindr, when it first came out, was like, social networking thing. oh was it yeah. i mean obviously i, w- I was I on it. it i was so. on it i, don't I was, think that that's true i was <laughs> i was 15 and i was on grinder <laughs> that's just the lies that you told people when they thought that it was like a social network you're like i'm networking i'm networking mom i'm networking <laughs> mom, mom i have to go mom i just mom. have a friend i just have a friend <laughs> no my my buddy back home patrick works at the apple store and he said this gentleman brought in his iphone and his wife went and sat down and he brought the iphone phone over to him because it was going to need to be reset but the one thing he told Patrick is he was like hey so there's a social networking app on here and it's got an orange kind of like a tiger's face on here it's called Grinder, and uh, just need to make sure that like if the phone gets reset like that my my social networking app won't be reset and like he Ooh. knows what Grinder is because of me because when I go home I talk about like I'm on Grinder all the time. And I was like oh my god oh my god what did you do he's like well I realized immediately what was going on or whatever and I was like I just did what I was supposed to do as an employee of Apple. I was like, don't worry, sir. Like, your app will be, like, refreshed. Like, you won't lose any of the content of the app. It will be restored yeah. or whatever. And uh, he's like, okay, good, good. Just just, just needed to make Ugh. sure. And then, like, went over and sat with his wife. That I'm, poor I'm Tiger's beard. face. He wasn't talking. He could have been talking about <laughs> Tiger, not Grinder. <laughs> it was Hornet. I don't know. <laughs> I was oh like, is God. that an app? I don't know. You're being optimistic. <laughs> oh Does God. Hornet still exist? 
Um, Rip and it's on Is that there. another one that you networked on? So believe it or not, <laughs> I downloaded Hinge, which is another one of these Same. weird apps yeah. the other day, mm-hmm. and Hornets is still there because oh, I downloaded it. Oh, I, w- I had a Hornet account because like if you oh, did it, what? like you would Ooh. get into shows for free, like drag oh. shows for free. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you were just catfishing people. No. She's looking for gay <laughs> friends. She needs more fag friends. Yeah, that's I what think, Caitlin I think Look Queen used to be like, if you show the app, you can get in for free or um, something. For, um, so you think you can drag? They yeah, did that. yeah. Like you can get into the show for free if you, because yeah. they were a sponsor. Why do so I know you have to download about shows I haven't been to. Wow, <laughs> I love that. Caitlin, uh, you download all the um, apps <laughs> to like find the new upcoming drag talent. I, well, I don't, I don't need an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they I got her. two eyes. <laughs> they find her. I mean, maybe. Do you just like dick pics? What? Do you just like dick pics? I like dick pics, so. No, I oh, just yeah. like going through my friends' phones and seeing their dick pics. Um, I do that to you a lot. Um, <laughs> that's oh, good. Yeah. I don't right. need an app for that. I just go through people's I, phones. I save, really, <laughs> I save really scary dick pics to Ooh. reflect. <laughs> no, but you have nice dick pics, What's too. Scary? I do have really, What's I have a scary, like a, a scary penis. <laughs> oh, scary okay. big or scary no, tilted to the left, upside down. No, no, like I, I can show you maybe after. Oh, <laughs> maybe on air. Oh, on I've air seen reaction. like one of the Drag Race girls is um dick pics, oh, and it is okay. terrifying. Someone linked <laughs> me to like twenty five Drag Race girls exposed. Well, so a lot thing, of them like have done like it. nude stuff, so that's Ooh. like just out there for public consumption. I, but I I've d- seen like one of their like sex. I things. don't, <laughs> t- I don't recommend sharing people's nudes because consent is. Important. Uh, yeah. But um, I I, this dick pic was it. unsolicited, <laughs> oh. and I did not ask for it. It was very creepy to send oh, to me. So it deserves to be spread. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I have like this weird expression on my face right now. <laughs> if only this podcast just was talking about dick. recording. Live. I know, right? And on that note, I think we're going to take a break and talk to Jonathan a little more before we talk to Tyler a little more. Woo! There's two people on this show today. Yeah. So. Let, let's do it. Let's do a little break. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired. Welcome back. Oh, this okay. is the depression show. <laughs> um, I just made a bad joke about depression. Anyways, Caitlin, <laughs> what I'm are we going to do? So now we're going to talk about Jonathan before we talk Hi. to Tyler. Hi. Hello. Hi, guys. Hey there. Hey, <laughs> sis. How you been? <laughs> Good. How are you? That was a great break. <laughs> it was like we actually take real breaks on this podcast. Like some people don't. We do. No, I like mm-hmm. it. It's usually for, it's mostly for me to edit. There's some behind the tea, behind yes, the tea scene. Behind the tea <laughs> scenes, <Jesus>, mama. <laughs> Work. <laughs> so Jonathan, tell us about your blog. Yeah, so it's orangejuiceandbiscuits.com, and it's actually the 10th anniversary of it, which is crazy. <gasps> oh, my oh my god, god. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, um, I started in 2009. Um, so I had a radio show in Texas called Orange Juice and Biscuits Morning Talk Worth Waking For, and after it was done, because it was affiliated with the university, but I was able to do like press at South by Southwest and interview a lot of really amazing celebrities. Um, after it was done, when I graduated, people were like, we still want to hear what you have to say about this and that and like Lindsay Lohan's craziness at the time. And so they were like, blog, blog, blog. And so I did and it really took off and I've just had it for 10 years that I've, I've done it like off and on, but I've, I've been really updating lately and really on it like this past year or so. And yeah, it's been amazing. I've been able to do like 
official press at now it's called New York Fashion Week, but at the time it was Mercedes Benz Fashion oh, Week. Oh, I remember Mercedes yeah. Benz. So I was, I was official press there, like I press credential and all, like um, you know they vetted me or whatever. So doing things like that and going to all of these things and being like part of that. Um, crop of original bloggers where like brands were so excited about bloggers they didn't really know what was going on so they spent like crazy amounts of money on these blogger events. I, I remember, remember that. Remember Diesel? So Diesel loved you. A lot of, um, yes. of yeah a lot of brands like they would just have like these insane parties and now it's like. Those shoes. They used to send you Diesel shoes. Girl. <laughs> well I feel like now it's like the influencers. Yeah. Like it's like they've moved on to well, Instagram it used to be like yeah. they used to not know or they used to not like group people. It was literally like you would see the same people at all the events and they would just be like, OK, you have a blog. Like, come on. So and then it started getting like weird and competitive. And I think people started like throwing people under the bus and it was Ooh. weird. I don't know. It was just like this weird thing where people I don't know. I just minded my own business and was nice. But <laughs> I feel like that gets you far, though. No I would love like are. a drama channel, but about bloggers, but like in 2009. Yeah, you know, no, in 2009. Drama. Well, like that's like kind of also like the YouTube stars now. They yeah. all just like yeah. are catty and like throwing each other under the bus. Are but like, they do it for views. I feel like it's fair. Or like the <laughs> beauty blog vloggers. Oh, all, like, of yeah. all of them. All of them. James Charles was like, I'm the first social media influencer at the Met Gala. <gasps> this year and that was like a big deal apparently wow. <laughs> he but was though that, I guess so. that happened she like that. he had the the moment at the met gala and then right after literally the, the next Tati day stuff happened yeah. i like didn't even the get to enjoy day. it Yikes. oopsie <laughs> <laughs> so you ju not just work on your blog you also write for like us weekly and yeah. like all so, the mags yeah, through social media, really, this woman, Sasha Charnin-Morrison, whose dad actually just passed away. He was a big Broadway legend. He um, um, wrote some songs for Annie. Or I'm sorry, I'm probably getting it all wrong, but oh, he yeah, worked yeah. on Annie. Yeah. He was like an original, like, I believe, Jet and West Side Story. Anyway, Broadway legend. She was, uh, she's still an editor. She, I think she works at CBS Watch Magazine. Uh, but she was at Us Weekly at the time, and we really, like, kiki and ha enjoyed each other on social media. And I spoke to her and she submitted me to like try out for it basically so for like I think maybe like nine years I've done Us Weekly's Fashion Police as a top cop but it's up, um, due to S Sasha like really believing in me and thinking Aww. I was funny yeah. your jokes are hilarious thank you <laughs> they're so funny they're so good they're so clever it's, he's very yeah. very punny yeah, I'm yeah. my aesthetic's very pun heavy. <laughs> I love it. I love I mean, I'm a big like Sex and the City fan, so. Yeah. yeah I think it's just gorgeous. easy for me because sometimes sometimes the outfits aren't I don't think that ugly, so it's easier for me to pun their name or something. Yeah, I know. Then like mean. talk about it and then sometimes it's really challenging when it's just like a okay outfit and you don't really know how to like make fun of the outfit so I don't know I just love a pun and one time I used to post them a lot on my Instagram like main feed and one was Christina Milian and I said this um what did I say something about this isn't like I, I can think of a million reasons to not wear this and she responded oh and like laughed she like thought it was cute and I was like oh my god Christina Milian like love you sorry for being shady oh my god you're like those um trolls like the drag race trolls no. who like are shady and then like the drag race queen responds and like I love you I'm your biggest fan yeah. <laughs> blocked by Trixie nine <laughs> No, but that's like that such a good pun. Like the fun, like what you do. I feel like you do a lot of nightlife stuff, but we're like in the, like the gay queer nightlife scene. But you are like in the real legit, like, <laughs> like the I, very like 
I don't know, like other types of nightlife in New so York. Like events, <laughs> that makes like sense. Brand events and like, yeah, going to like things that are associated with where they want like press for the blog and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really interesting because I think, you no, know, I think something interesting, really cool about the queer nightlife scene in New York city is that even if it's like the Met Gala or if it's like a fashion week, like people always end up at the gay bars, no matter what. Oh, ab- the celebs you, do. For yeah. Sure. The celebs and yeah. like all the gay celebs. And like, I think that that's a good tip. Like if you ever want to see celebrities, like in something, going on like go to the gay bars during those big event nights because there's that there's always the after party and the after party of the after party is always at a gay bar it and is, i think that's though. so cool and that you know and when i first started out i always tell people i was like we would do like three or four events a night for these brands and then always end up at the gay bar so i just think that it's cool that there's like a merging of that and there's yeah. always going to be that i think it's phase. more of like a new york thing more than like an la thing i know yeah. la gay bars are like very like, they get a lot of celebs, too. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like the after party is always in and out. It's not, yeah. like, it's not, like, going to the Abbey, which is, like, the big yeah. one out there. Like, I feel like it's more, like, fast food. Well, it's harder out there, right? Because things close here at 4 and things yeah, close there at 2, two. and you have to drive. Yeah. And I heard the horror stories about the 2 a.m. closing. Uh, I prefer 2 a.m. New Yorkers aren't having it. New they Yorkers don't, but, like, I prefer it because, like, it's if you have trash. work the next day. It's well, yeah, it is really hard to have an X day in New York City. You can't. I mean, I the amount of sleepless nights well, in my life. Well, because it's 4 a.m. and then you want to kiki kiki kiki. Well, yeah, and like then you six, have to get food. And then you're hungry at seven, eight, and then Coppelias. you get the sheets at nine. Yeah, always. A.m. A.m. That's Trash. what happens. Well, like talking about like the celebs like flocking the gay bars. You've had some very hilarious like encounters. I feel like, like you've been in the middle of like the craziest like a-list celeb situations at the gay bars <laughs> um well one of them i actually wasn't there but i responded mm-hmm. and um the the response went viral it was just like the right moment and it really took off was when adele and jayla were at yeah. pieces oh, yeah. and i was just like while you were sleeping they were living their best lives at mm-hmm. a gay bar and it took off and it got in like vogue taiwan and like us weekly and like harper's bazaar and like it like they mentioned they used the tweet and, yeah like, all of these things and it got over like a million impressions like Damn. it just went crazy viral but it's like those celebrities like that like the Adele's and the J-Laws they have such hardcore fans like they really look out for like yeah. their mentions yeah like not even a hashtag like just like their the name like yeah the straight up name but that was really interesting I think something that Tyler and I'll just Tyler and I during pride were going downtown on the two three train and we saw Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> oh interesting okay he it was a gag. He had a mustache, and oh. I thought, oh, my God, like, is he trying to not look like Neil Patrick Harris? Because he only looks like Neil Patrick Harris yeah, with yeah, the yeah. skies on. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't I look tur- like a different person. No, I, of course. Tyler was like, that's in, in PH, and I looked, and I kind of laughed because it looked like a, like, stereotypical, <laughs> like, in a movie, like, a celebrity <laughs> trying to be incognito mosquito. Really? Yeah. But it, I think he was doing a role with yeah, he needed yeah, a mustache. Real and he he was just doing a crossword puzzle on his phone and like had a baseball cap on and with with that uh, mustache I mean he's a little older than uh, you might remember him because I mean good God I even remember From him as how old is he? My dad was such a I huge mean, fan of that might, show. Honestly, <laughs> be in his late 50s early. Soon. He looked good. No, though. I think he's no, in his he's 40s. Much younger than really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Girl. I guess I just, well, when I was really Damn. young, he was Doogie Howser. I thought he was like 20. No, he was like, like 13 years when years he did yeah. that. Also, 
that is an age claim. No, that makes it 50. Oops, I'm just bad. He's with like numbers. the Olsen twins are like way older than you remember them when they were <laughs> Michelle <laughs> Tanner. Right? No, they're totally in their 70s. They oh, look better than right, Cher. Sorry, they Honestly, yeah. they're past like <laughs> they are the <laughs> Can't we? I know. Oops. Oopsie poopsie. Has there been any good like pop culture things going on that we should know about? <laughs> Because um, I feel like you always have the tea, sis. Yes, the mm-hmm. pop culture on. Well, I feel like the the heat is affecting my brain, so I apologize. No if worries. I, I th- oh, what were we talking about? So we were talking hot. about um, the Cats trailer that just oh, came out yesterday, God. and how we're scared yeah, of it, and so why scary. are they CGI, and why are they to scale of like an actual my cat? My thing is, if it's if there's millions of dollars going into these projects, and there's obviously like storyboards and art meetings, like how do things get this far? How do ugly things get this? far in film i i have a theory i think the production for the lion king got switched with the cats production oh are they both disney no they are now there's a lot of feline (laughs) movies out there because that lion king um have you seen any of the trailers or anything yeah it looks like ass. Jeez, like all the facial. It came out, right? Yeah, it's okay. out. I, I think no. it came out today. She's out. Um, Disney's never going to work with me, but. Um, yeah, sorry. And it's okay. Um, like all, all the facial features are like stunted. And then we have this like creepy ass cat moment with the musical. Yeah. I'm, uh, it's not a good day for animals in film. <laughs> the it's furries really are weeping. I mean, it's still better yeah, than actual animals in film. Animal representation is down. It's I'm Trump's fault. It's <laughs> Trump's fault. I'm super interested in the Hustlers movie with J-Lo <gasps> and Cardi B. It looks so good. And this trailer just came out this week. That's I'm exciting. so excited. That does look good. Yes, that I love that fun. Cardi B is just playing a stripper. Uh, she's playing herself. Right. <laughs> like, literally. I mean, oh, absolutely. she was. <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't she a former stripper? Yeah, she was. Yeah. She's, like, mm-hmm. playing herself. She said it in her, like, break-off hit. She's like, I don't dance no more. I make money moves. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm. No, she she's capitalized on that stripper yeah. thing. Like, her. I, I remember her early videos. Do you remember the one where she's eating corn? It was, like, a vine. Oh, my Oh, you God. mean, like, mm-hmm. online videos? Like yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Had, she had like I a thought you meant music videos. No, she had like this. Uh, I think it was a vine where she was just like eating corn. One of That's my, my favorite, favorite things about her is like people will be like, "Oh, old school Cardi, y'all didn't know," and it's just so many videos of her like Pride 2007 in Chicago, and she's like performing or dancing or rapping and stuff. She's been doing shit forever. Yeah. she's here for the gays. I feel like we're I sh- here for her. I wish I had like. M- answered your question better but you know that because you all you look we follow each other on instagram yeah. obviously and you know that my the real tea is always on my story oh my god i was gonna say that like <laughs> the met ball like it just your stories went like crazy viral did yeah. you get like celebs like it DMing was, you or stuff it was crazy it got <laughs> over like ten thousand views like uh, like some of them got ten thousand views it got over like a hundred thousand like views total or something crazy yeah like that really popped off and i had no i was literally sitting on my couch commentating to the e like broadcast of the yeah. red carpet and like the hashtag met gala just like took off and we were texting insane. the entire time that gaga was she had performing like the, or whatever the you want to call outfits it. outfits and like, yeah, it was crazy. That was an yeah, interesting one outfits. and people didn't like it, but I loved well, it. Well, we talked about that on our last episode, actually. Go to the archive. Go to the, like, literally we talked about Tune into their episode before this for more info <laughs> on that mess. <laughs> um, I know you're really into fashion and style as well. Yes. What, like, trends should we look out for in the summer or fall? 
Um, for the summer fall, I do think like the little wristlet bitchy bags are still happening. Ooh. Like I love those. Like I went into opening ceremony today actually, and they just have like the smallest little bags that you can just put nothing in. I love it. Oh, uh, I collect so many of those. Yeah, <laughs> I love ridiculous fashion, and I don't know. I I I think men's fashion right now is so exciting because the men are really, or however you identify, but like t- stereotypically like people who you would have thought would be more on the masculine thing. There aren't really as many rules and people in men and like males or whatever there, people are playing more with fashion. Yeah. And I think that people are allowing themselves to, and allowing themselves not to be held by like what is in a particular section of a store. And that's really Dang. exciting to me. Do you feel like the fanny pack is happening? I feel like people are still trying to do this I and never I don't like know how it. to call it. Oh, I, I don't love fanny packs. Wow. I don't like the fanny pack across the chest. Oh, I hate that. Like, I hate that. So like, I hate that. That is more so what I mean. Cause oh, okay. No, happening. I hate that. Wow. You're going to have to not cause it's here. It's in my face. And it's on the subway. It's and been it's like a it's thing. It's in Chelsea market. Every and it's day. that trash off white strap that I want to fucking just hang some people with. Tell <laughs> us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is off-white? Stop paying so much money for that. Stop it. Buy Tyler's bags instead. And yeah, buy my stuff instead. The price point's cuter. Back to Jonathan. <laughs> he um, is now, and he also does Louis Vuitton, which they kind of like blends. Like, it's kind of like the same very thing now. Oh, Louis Vuitton? Yeah, <laughs> the designer. is. I, fr- I can't say his name, but it's something AA something. Mm. What? I don't know. I'm not. I don't <laughs> want to mess it up. <laughs> but <America>. yeah, <laughs> off white. Off white. Oh, really? He does oh. Louis Vuitton now. <gasps> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. My goodness. Well, the one day I'll be a Barney's girl. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the TV show. <laughs> I was like, what? Barney the dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. No, my days to be on Barney are over. I, was, oh, I wish I could have auditioned. You could do uh, the they, that, they shot that in Texas, by the way. <gasps> yeah, that's how Demi Lovato oh and Selena God. Gomez got famous. Right. Yeah. My heart. You could have been a kid too, because you were like earlier, around that age. If you're just tuning in earlier, we established I'm from Houston, so <laughs> I'm feeling. And a you lot missed the Barney reaction. open call. Yeah. yeah no. I literally, so. there was, was like an open call, and that's how you, Demi you and Selena got famous. For the talent agency Page Parks. Why didn't you know? You could have told well, me. Well, that was when at, we were both in high school, <laughs> and right, exactly. <laughs> also, you could have been. The backup dancer that Demi punched. Moving <laughs> on. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> we wish Demi the best. She had the she best is. PR team and marketing team though, because she like did that. Uh, you know, she t- had to go to rehab. Whatever. She came back. She was just smiling on red carpets with Selena. Like nothing oh, yeah. happened. And then yep. good for her. I mean, I'm not hating on. And she was like always having like a mental like breakdown moment a lot. But like she. Honestly, but I feel between Martyr like and. I know, you know that's your gig. Lots of breakdown. And Tyler. Wow. And Tyler. <laughs> currently. Myself. No, I only honestly myself, I'm a tortured artist as well. I, I have like only two mental breakdowns a week. Thank you. I'm oh, that's down. Pretty, that, that's pretty I'm down low. I'm four. Thank oh you. <laughs> that's pretty good. You're like doing better than four me. Four a year. Four a year. Four a year. Four a year. That's amazing. Good for yeah, you, sis. I, that sounds like privilege coming out. It's ca- okay. Well, oh, what? Wait, four mental breakdowns is a privilege? A year? A year? Oh, a year? You only. It's quarterly yeah. for me. Quarterly. Oh, yeah. yeah That's not bad. They come quarterly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You equate the privilege to how many times you don't have to break down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but honestly. <laughs> no, it's true. And speaking of Tyler, there's some exciting news that just got announced. 
Yeah, yeah, so I do my blog, and then I also do PR and consulting on the side, so OJB PR and consulting, and we're very excited to announce it just came out today on the Daily Front Row, and yesterday on Fashion and Beauty Monitor that OJB PR and consulting is representing or handling Tyler Wallach's studio for PR and management. Woo! Yay! That's yes. so exciting. Congrats, um, BBs. I d- was just going to do a little... Oh. I have a... I don't have the copyright for anything you're about to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. oh. <laughs> you have your own hotkeys? <laughs> Sorry, the crowd here is crazy. Can we get the producers to get the audience to settle? Settle. I really hope you're here. Settle. <laughs> oh, I fully am. settled. Okay. We did want to announce... Um, well, we got we had to stop people on and radar online from running the story, but we gave we right. sold it to Daily Front Row. Yes, um, but we did we um, we were working together a lot for in June for Pride, so that was fun. And then yeah, so we're just gonna we're very excited to see what happens with TWS. Girl, <laughs> yes. Yeah. TWS with orange juice and biscuits, PR and Ooh. consulting. Girl, I signed the contract and I got pressed There's 24 hours later. <laughs> oh, I did. I signed a contract. Honey. Ooh. Yeah, yes. I love it. We're legit. I, oh, I no, believe no, no. you. <laughs> Girl, yeah. we have, okay, we got the tax ID numbers to prove it. Oh, you it. have tax yes. ID numbers? You know oh, how honey, much work there that are is. three <laughs> things in this world you can't <laughs> get away from. Me, Alyssa Edwards, and your taxes, honey. Oh, I yes. know. That's tax it. ID numbers give me, That's like, We had contracts. We had emails. We had red lines and back I'm and gay forth can't count like, so watch out i'm gay and anxious so it's <laughs> even better <laughs> over here <laughs> um but yeah so no we are two queer business owners on the rise Ooh. and oddly enough um a couple weeks ago before we signed the contract of course it made the deal sweeter uh but anyway it, it really stems from our friendship but uh, can't say what it is when it's airing or what it's on, but we're filming a TV show. We're filming an episode of a TV show together, and we're really excited yeah, about it. Yeah, it'll be really fun. It'll stay this tuned is news for to TV. me. I know, I know. I, I asked him if we were allowed to bring it up, and as long as we don't say anything about it, we'll because we'll, we truly don't I mean, know. We don't anything honestly about don't even it. know that much. But we're literally knowing two we days before. We auditioned for. Wait, it's scripted. Uh, no. Oh, okay. But we, it's a we, TV project, we, Tyler. I'm project. stepping in. Yes, as yes, it's a TV project. My so like reality like, type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. But, um, can based, we know off air? Based in competition. <laughs> yeah, we can talk more off okay. air. But it's a competition, uh, we think. Some, something like a competition reality show. Okay. Okay. I got to uh-huh. ask about that's this. That's exciting. <laughs> so, okay, we're. This is so exciting. Thing that's going to be like a summer thing maybe next we, year or something. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So happy for Jonathan, too. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's wonderful to, after all these years of knowing him and seeing what he can do. I mean, he's had like major corporate positions with like giant jewelry companies and even bigger jewelry companies and like other smaller jewelry companies. My God, you've been working your way around the circuits for a long time. So it's always nice in my opinion, as someone who's been doing my own thing um, after getting turned out of a corporate world Mm. uh, to see someone else take the reins and do their own thing. It's always exciting to see. It's a little bit scary. Of course, it's like a new relationship or like signing some new lease on life because it's all <laughs> up to you. Yeah. But like freelance life uh, is not I for everyone. It. Nope. Nope. Not it's for really me. not. Um, but Feel like that. once you, I mean, you just kind of, I, I think you just kind of get good at it. And if you have a product that you know works and that you can sell, then you can demand the price that it's worth and you can get your money and like 
just kind of yeah. create a small science to it, even though, I mean, good Lord, at the end of the day, you know, the art is beautiful, but like the business is a beast, yeah. but it's good to work in my case, of course, with someone that I know and someone that I love and someone who's queer, of course, because like my accountant, honey, a gay man does my taxes. Ooh, I had she's some smart. lesbians give me some business advice a couple of years ago. Yeah, Only trust I lesbians. I make sure, I, honey, <laughs> uh, the, the person that does my hair, I don't know, he, she, them, I don't need to know the pronouns, just Work. queer person. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's really hair. awesome that you are employing and giving the opportunity to like other queer people um, to handle and work on your business. I think that that it takes a community and people should really be striving to work with others in the community. Yeah, I never wanted to be a part of a art firm or something where it was like, you know, someone and they've got like 20 artists under them that they're representing i mean girl get 20 clients yes do it <laughs> but you know yeah. i wouldn't want to get lost in the shuffle no you do yeah. you, you do would totally, it's like yeah. a real thing it would be mm -hmm. like the equivalent to everything that all of my actor friends went through when yes. i first moved here yeah. you get lost in the shuffle as like you're not the, priority the unless you're making money littlest mm -hmm. youngest talent yes. in some big pool where you truly need to be 40 to play the 40 year old yeah. sweetie okay this mm -hmm. isn't Hallsville, Texas, mm. where like a husky 13 year old gets <laughs> to play the Mr. Mushnick. Okay. Wait, is that a based that on a true story? <laughs> yes, it's from, that was very it's personal. from me being forced to play Mr. Mushnick <laughs> in Little Shop of Horrors when I was a very young boy. No one should be forced to play an old man who's fat. Oh, I know it was a lot. It was we're too getting good into traumas right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you Is were there a trauma section. You were chunky, husky. Oh, you whatever. were. Whatever pronoun or whatever my you, my pronouns <laughs> are like right, respect your pronouns. Seriously, honey. I'm gonna change my birth Bro. certificate to say husky. But when I met him, he was like. He was like felt twink in well, college. You were very that way. All it took was one girl little. in high school to make a comment, and I had a cute little eating disorder for a minute. Oh, oh we are oh. getting into trauma. <laughs> yeah, watch out. But it literally was kind of cute. It was like a choice. This is like and like Oprah. I did it, and then I stopped. No, it was like. We're no, getting that's all the tea out. To talk about. No, I agree. Oh, yeah, let it out. It's a real right? thing in the gay community oh, and the, in the LGBTQIA Forced plus community. My parents community. to give me a membership to 24 Hour Fitness. And Were you there 24 hours? <laughs> I would have been. I wish. I used to go after school and just like, and then one day they were like, wow, you lost weight. Oh, my God. I, I have, a, I have a, a relative story. Um, my first boyfriend, we had a very bitter breakup. Um, fuck you, Kyle. Um, Ooh, Kyle. <laughs> you fuck bitch. you, Kyle. Oh, fuck, fuck you, Kyle. Fuck you. Um, so he broke up with me because I was too fat. <gasps> um, I, mind you, I was 145 pounds. Oh, how, what? How old we, were you? Uh, 19, I think. Oh Good Lord. Yeah. 145 pounds, that's nothing. Yeah. Um, and it was because I had these pants. They were like tight. This is like sort of when like tight pants were like a thing. Yeah. They're not really a thing anymore. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. And uh, the button popped off. <gasps> and because they were just like a yeah, shitty. I mean, gay gaff. Sorry, but that's a really big. We just know how traumatizing Kind of like a cartoon Aww. moment. Yeah, that's Aww. really sad. Um, they were like old pants and like they're really tight. And um, I got, he like, he's been making comments about them being too tight or whatever. And then mm. they finally popped off. Ooh, and he was just like, see? There you go. Oh. <laughs> And I was just like, wow. So we like had a big spat. That was like the end of it. He got mad because I was being immature. 
because I was yelling at him. And I'm like, don't call me fat. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Um, so he left. And then afterwards, um, I, um, I wanted to get in better shape. So I started going to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I started watching Drag Race. Because oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how you became <laughs> a drag queen. The queer <laughs> that you <laughs> are. Wow. So you know what? The circle Thank of life. you, Kyle. Thank yeah. you, Kyle. Yeah. Bitch. We, we I hope <laughs> you'll enjoy chilies. Um. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. Yes. <laughs> Bye. <Ooh. laughs> I called Kyle back. We, we apologized. Um, anyways, welcome back to Wigan Out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's a nice he ending. Got, he made amends oh, with Kyle. I'm, so I'm a forever be shook anytime I see Chili's girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the it's nearest one's like in Queens. It's so, like, Are you ever going to see it? I don't know. There's one in Harlem. commercials no, for not. things that aren't here, but like, oh, who too. watches TV? Um, Applebee's is better anyways. Yeah. You are Applebee's hoe. I am an Applebee's hoe. Get ho. a mud slide. You are, Come though. On. Ooh, are I, you gigging at the one in Times Square? I want I to. Who Girl, did, the prices are inflated. Someone gigged at Applebee's recently. No, uh, Marty Gould Cummings yeah. did a uh, booking at a TGI Fridays Upstate. Oh, and what? that is the level of stardom I want to reach, and oh. I want to. You're bring never my gonna reach this. I want to. I want to bring my drag to so Applebee's. Big. No, that's so big. I support her in all her decisions. You that should was do like amazing. drag race viewing parties in Applebee's. Apple she's. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, we get drunk off those like little the one dollar. Yeah, they have like fifty cent shooters or something Ooh, crazy. We need to get oh, on this market. Beers. There's oh, an Applebee's by here, right? Yeah, we can yeah. Go here there's one in Harlem next to my house. Yeah. Yeah, there's one around. House gross. Well, welcome to that shit show. <laughs> There's not an Applebee's. They turn it into a Shake Shack. <gasps> Ooh. That's blasphemy. I yeah. love Shake Shack. Well, there's a lobster. A uh, red lobster. There's a lobster. Yeah, there's a lobster up there. There's a red lobster. A lobster. Okay. <laughs> All right. She's been providing commentary this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into Miss Tyler over here. Hello. Hello, Hello. love. Hi, everybody. Um, <clears throat> thanks for having me on your wonderful podcast. I know. We're so professional here. <laughs> oh, this, I love the studio. We got free massages during every commercial break. It's yeah. fabulous. Um, how did you develop your art style? Um, I developed my art style by taking a, a screen printing class in college to escape the theater building. It was like this area in my campus that I just wanted to <laughs> run away from. So there was a moat. <laughs> yeah, what? our yeah our theater building was actually like built in the middle of a like a pond, and there was a moat around our building, and you had to walk over these like bridges to get to our theater building. So it was really like you're like in it. You're just deeply immersed in was the world the of a castle, a theater. I was going to say, was the theater like a cult? You're making it sound like a cult. <laughs> <laughs> it was cultish, Aren't all theaters at yeah, university or high that's school true. Like cult, Anyone like with a music degree, like, yeah, that's as close to a cult. I feel that sound. Like, yeah. Um. <laughs> cult. Um, but so I took a screen printing class, and in the class you had to come up with a theme for drawing uh, that would like you would carry throughout the semester. Mm-hmm. And my idea was that I would be, it was quite gay, but that I would be a cloud and that like I was an actor at the same time. So like I would be emoting sometimes like shining bright, but like sometimes sad and crying much like <laughs> a cloud. Or Martyr. literally where it started. The original brand was Clouds by Ty. Yeah. With a Z. C-L-O-U-D-Z. However, this is the problem. 
I have now realized that clouds with an augmented S to a Z means you're blowing clouds. It's a oh. slang term for blowing clouds of methamphetamine. So oh. I quickly <laughs> had to realize that that was a real thing and rebrand to Tyler Wallach's Steve. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's an audience for that, no, too. That's your too. An <laughs> untapped audience. And those fans that I tapped into, I love and appreciate. However, <laughs> um, the rebrand was necessary. I just want to say I'm learning so much about your journey today. Me too. <laughs> I didn't know well, about this. Well, it was an interesting mistake that I made by augmenting the S to a Z. Because it uh, directly relates to drug culture. So just had to take a little turn in the world of branding and uh, change things. But yeah, so that was the idea that I was a cloud and I drew these cloud characters. And oh. that's honestly how it all started in the entire semester that we worked. I developed these characters more and more and more. And while I was getting my degree in theater, I was selling tickets to some god-awful show. And there was a box of Hello, My Name Is stickers uh -huh. mm. at the box office. And I started doodling the characters on those and giving them to people, giving them to people who bought tickets, putting them all around the theater building, putting them all around the moat, putting them all around stop signs. So this is like my pre like pre-exit through the gift shop, exit through the gift wow. shop, honey. I was way ahead of the curve, mama. She invented Dismoland. So I, <laughs> yeah, I invented street art in <laughs> like, I think it was like 2003 in wow. San Marcos, Texas. Yeah, I started it. What no, but it, it, it kind of became an, a fun thing that um, I realized I didn't set out to be known for it, but I finally realized that, like, having been someone who was obsessed for uh, obsessed with being known for theater, I was like all of a sudden known for something else, and I was like, oh my god, I can harness like that same energy and magic of like being known for something, but do it all on my own, which is where mm -hmm. my frustration came with theater, which is like standing in front of six people and just like hoping and begging and asking and just hoping that you're good enough standing in front of them versus like being able to be in your room and develop an idea and then like finish it and have it printed on stickers or canvas or clothing. It's just like I had the final say and the, the final call for everything. And it was kind of like a take back of power. Um, and that's what started with like me putting up stickers and me wanting to do a bunch of sticker based street art right when I moved here in 2010. Um, yeah, I came out of a frustration with theater. All that Martin knows all about standing <laughs> in front of six people. All that and frustration <laughs> just to go up to the casting <laughs> sheet and see Tyler Wallach as Mr. Mushnick. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Aww. All that. Tea, though. It's a principal you know? character. It's a principal character. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's just weird to come from a... A, a, like a, an educational theater environment where you're like led to believe that you're going to like play all these roles, but really you can only play the roles that you look like. So yeah. when I moved here, it was like, can you do Spring Awakening? And I was like, mm, I don't really know it. And then it was just like, unless you want to do a bunch of summer stock where you do like 19 shows in nine days, 
and you sleep. But you do get your card. Yeah, you do. You know, that's how you get your equity card. Yeah. Um, and I then don't. That's how you can play I don't the big envy r- actors. Big They're doing God's work. No, it, it's <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And then you realize, like, even the top tier Broadway people are like, God, can I just book a TV show, please? Yeah, it never yeah. ends. Oh, it never that's ends. That's where the money is. TV land. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. all about it's all about doing TV and stuff. So. I saw Tyler in Rocky Horror as Brad. Yeah. And what? then I saw him doing a killer dance combo in uh, a chorus line. Yes, girl. Yes, Ooh. I've done. I've done. Uh, a lot of the great roles. <laughs> <laughs> All of the great roles. All of the roles. Skipped the Macbeth, but somehow made it on the way to the great white way as Brad in the Rocky Horror Show. In my underwear, getting Ooh. fucked on stage by a man in front of my parents. They were so proud. Super fun. Luckily, they're fans of the movie and okay. knew that it was just all acting. Yeah, right, acting. Tyler? It's all acting. acting. Yeah, Dad. Wink. Acting. Wink, wink. <laughs> So I know this binds us together. Our love for Mr. Keith Haring. Yes. Um, my dead husband. My number. Yeah. I I I, I like that because I think he's my dead dad. Oh. Daddy. Wow. Yeah. That makes me your, your stepdad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Work. <laughs> Jonathan's face right now is <laughs> related. I made a face and put the mic up to my mouth, but couldn't say anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love her. This is so off track. I love it. Um, how did you discover? Did you know him growing up, or like? You know, I don't really. I think I saw his artwork around and knew mm. of it, but didn't really quite um, put a a name to the to like his classic drawings. Yeah. Until I think until like I got to college. And somebody bought me like the um, that like unabridged book of all of his journals that his sisters put yeah. together, the journals with the foreword by Shepard Fairey, and I just kind of became obsessed with it. Um, and then finally watched this documentary that's on YouTube that's free and great called "The Universe of Keith Herring." I watched that too. I <laughs> guarantee. Please watch it. Watch it. Watch that's it. So it's good. So so good. Um, and yeah. And then I became obsessed and started reading more books and then watched and then we'll became obsessed with his friends. So that's how I found mm. Kenny Scharf mm. and yeah. paid attention to him as I long definitely as see I could Kenny Scharf in your till he moved yeah. to LA in the past three or four years or something. Rip. But yeah, I just, um, I think like I never took enough art classes to know or think anything about the philosophy of art. Mm-hmm. So his books and you know his his book being his journals it's like literally just him like speaking to you mm-hmm. so it's not really someone else's point of view so you i don't know it's just really allowed me to feel like i know him which is terribly unfair oh I, I mean that's why i call him my dead husband because I, mean, I feel like just, i know him god <laughs> it's just like i don't know I'm, I'm glad i never kept a diary i guess because i don't want people to read it and be like i know him i don't know it's kind of cringy but it makes me happy like yeah I love, I love reading those journals of his or whatever but from the from his point of view of the philosophy of art is that he was like holy shit my paintings are starting to sell for like six figures yeah but that's not sustainable for who i truly think i would like to be able to sell art to so which is where like the whole idea of the t-shirt comes in to play and makes me very happy to where it's like an affordable way to share the art with masses and I adopted the all over print mm-hmm. sort of style that I love and try and stick to as much as I can. Although people really do prefer 
a more quote unquote normal t-shirt with like a central image. But, you know, I'm always pushing the kids to wear the all, the all over print. It's very stylish. I don't know if you're pushing them or if I'm pushing them. I think Miss Tepper is pushing them as well. I think I'm pushing them. And she will push you into one at Bushwig this summer in September. Do you mean like a drug pusher? She pushes drugs? Oh my God, she's a pusher caddy. Oh no. Uh, but yeah, the art philosophy in that art belongs to the people and it shouldn't mm-hmm. just belong to the wealthy few, I think is great. Um, I mean, anybody's art can kind of be saturated down with like prints and stuff yeah. like that. But I, as an artist myself and someone who um, has just this June spent one year making a living off of just my art. So I don't have like that survival job anymore after nine years of having survival jobs. <laughs> Um, which is great, but uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm able to do art full time now and I try and keep my uh, art affordable as well. I mean, I hope to be selling at six figures one day, but you know. I think You'll it's totally <laughs> possible. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. We're going to break into the art scene. Didn't soon. Uh, Mary Cherry say at the Levi's gig that you need to get, he was customizing on Levi's and she's like, you got to get your shit now because in like less than 10 years, it's going to be too expensive. Tea. Amen. Tea. I want it so to be. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. But no, I'm, I'm happy to have you guys here at my studio today. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. at it. We never even explained we're at yeah, your Yeah, we're at my art studio <laughs> here in Dumbo, which yeah. I guess I've been. Yeah, I've I've been in here just a little bit over a year, and um, used to be me and a bunch of fabulous wedding photographers. But slowly but surely, they've um, you know left New York or decided to do something else. And oh, I are they Audi filled the spots with other queer artists. Yeah, like at Hey Rooney. Hey Rooney is in the studio right Matthew now. Matthew Dean Stewart. <laughs> I hope you spell Matthew and Dean and Stewart the right way. Oh, I mean, Ooh. yeah, we can tag him in the. Oh, we'll tag show everybody. Yeah, we can tag him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and me and you. Oh, but yeah. So the Keith Haring connection, <laughs> which I love your Keith Haring tattoos. Thank you. Um, uh, but yeah, I think art belongs to everybody and his <laughs> special connection with children is great. I think that his love of kids, especially around the time when he found out that he was HIV positive and he started doing all of the work at the children's hospitals and um. doing murals for free and just trying to get as much work done as he could, as he knew Time was running out. And he was right. He had a sixth sense about it. Um, but he said he never spent more than, like, one moment crying about it, which I probably believe, too. I think he had his moment and then felt determined to, like, yeah. do as much with his life as he possibly yeah. could. I think that during um, the whole Stonewall 50 and everything, they had a really cool exhibit at the New York Historical. I don't It was one of the New York museums. But anyway, they had a lot of his stuff. <laughs> And it was like a radio oh, yeah, that, like, was it Kenny shoes. Sharp that yeah. painted the radio? Kenny Sharp would paint their boomboxes. Yeah, and then they had a lot of his shoes, but, like, Tyler has very similar shoes that I don't even think that would, that's on purpose. Tyler, like I'm going to make you really jealous. connection. There's a lot of, like, similarities. But did you find out about him or Lisa Frank first? Lisa Ooh. Frank. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, because be you can, honest. like, call, like, the Keith Haring meets Lisa yeah. Frank artist. Definitely <laughs> Lisa Frank first from, like, an early obsession of, like, wanting what girls had and like loving clueless 
the TV show. Oh my sorry. god, the movie the was great. The TV show was so but good, the though. TV oh, show. The TV sorry, Martyr. Before my time. Oh my god, the TV show. Martyr's an intern. I no longer accept that answer. I know you can't see Martyr's face right now, but she's only nine years old. Happy to have an intern on set. That's how you can tell. Like we're all very old. Yes. No. So there was a clueless TV show. Clueless came out when I was born. Similar looking counterparts for all of the characters. Well, what's her face was the same. Everyone was the same except for Cher. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. Like the same. now in the 2019 days, like they would have brought like Alicia Silverstone yes. back because oh, people didn't yeah. do the TV show back then. No, no, no. no. Right. Yeah, well, it was like a spinoff. But Cher Horowitz used a pencil with a feather at the tip of yeah. the, and it was just like the cutest thing anyone ever seen. Well, my gay ass wanted that feather so bad, mm-hmm. and that's what started it. And it was like girls who had the lunch kit. Now, okay, like, I had the matching lunch kit with the backpack and the binder and the pencil keeper, trapper keeper thing. But, like, it was it was but Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. boring. I That's wanted, like, hard. the rainbows, the colors, the sparkles. Same. I wanted all of that shit. So I had it all. Early obsession. Yeah. It's privilege. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it's, like, something to say when you're, like, literally going back to school shopping and you just kind of stand in front of the Lisa Frank and, like, really you want that to be your set for school. Yes. But you can't. Because you're not in school anymore. Well, no, I'm talking about like back in the day. Oh, when you're younger, yeah. 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 But now I buy it. Now I buy it up. So that's where my obsession comes from, from like loving to sort of, and, you know, comes from old grandfather Andy, too, that like you should just reproduce things over and over and over again. So like oh. I should print my art on as much shit as I possibly can because what is it it's all just like a just a reproduction of something that's a reproduction and you know nothing's real anymore everything's yeah. fake <laughs> so just let old warhol teach me a lesson in that which yeah i've adopted some some style from him but you know keith uh, yeah, did too keith did. refers to andy as their dad a lot oh you're right him and basquiat yeah. he's like yes. oh our dad were they andy? all at the factory I don't. I think, think they're they around. Like, like they're around, they were they, but they weren't like part of it. Yeah, they were like directly influenced by it. Yeah, they were probably they would like pop by for the fun times, not while like Candy was dying or something like Oof. that. Basquiat and Warhol collaborated, but I don't think him and Keith did that much. Yeah, they were just like friends. Keith did Andy Mouse. Andy Mouse. That's it's yeah. like this weird. It's just Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse Andy Warhol yeah. hybrid. Oh, do you feel like this studio is your factory? With the e- queer concubine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say we're yeah, all it's just close to something. Yeah, it's just close. To, you can do whatever the hell you want here. So yeah, absolutely. Fag, tory. Oh my there god. You go. <laughs> There's your branding. There you're you welcome. <laughs> so you're. I'm not gonna say that word because I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> no problem. Don't worry. I'll you know, say it. I'll I've say it told, for you. I've, I've been told I can't say that word. I'll say it for you. <laughs> the the factory. Yes. But, like, it's produced a lot of work, as in you have. And, yeah. like, uh, your work has been seen on television, as in the yeah. old, ye old drag race. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what the, was that like? One of the first thing, it's really, really, it's really cool to see your work end up on TV after you spend so much time working on it, of course, and you're not allowed to tell anyone or show anyone. I mean, I tell people and show people, but yeah. those people don't show anyone yeah, or yeah, tell yeah. anyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I painted a custom dress for Bob the Drag Queen the night she won Drag Race, and she wore it as her entrance look. And I painted the inside bodice of a dress and then the inside of a cape that kind of like flared open. 
and she shouted me out and was very, very gracious and kind about the whole experience. And it just brought me quite literally thousands of followers at the time Mm -hmm. when she shouted me out the night that she won. It was a big deal. I think everyone was so excited for Bob to win. We were ready for Bob to win. We knew Bob. Yeah, we all knew Bob. The Bob show featuring other drag queens. It was. It was. It was always the Bob show. I love Mm -hmm. me some Thorgy. Like, I I know you and Thorgy are very close. So I've dressed Mm -hmm. Thorgy a couple of times as well. And, you know, and got and Thorgy wore your shirt on the show. Yeah, Thorgy yeah. did. She when she came back for All Stars, she wore my T-shirt um, in the workroom. And then I got to know Acid Betty through Thorgy and uh, Bob. And but you know, the Acid trifecta. Betty's gigging with uh, a lot of McGriddles and Mary Cherry yeah. and Horchata. Mm-hmm. So you know, Acid Betty's around these days. Oh, she's around. But um, it's I really it's around. really exciting to see the the looks on TV. Um, I even I painted a coat for Sasha Velour and I I she ended up wearing some Isley sunglasses. Yeah. So Carrie, the owner at Isley, used a photo of her when they gave away an Isley gift card. Mm-hmm. So by Free osmosis, <laughs> uh-huh. Sasha's painted outfit ended up on TV as oh, well. Oh right, so right, that right. That was right, a right. gag. Oh, I was like, I didn't oh my even, god. Honestly, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh my god, that's the thing I paint. I mean. I, Carrie, I love your sunglasses. Isley.com. But, I work for um, both of these people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was just like, it was really cool to see that. And I mean, and then since then, I've, I gave a dress to uh, Detox and a t-shirt oh, yeah. to B. Um, okay, recently I gave a t-shirt to Dan and Shea Coulee. <laughs> and Shea Coulee let uh, Pheromone borrow oh, it. Right. So the other day on uh, Instagram story, I was like, what the fuck is this little girl doing in my <laughs> shirt? I was like, oh my god, that's Miss Farah. And Alexis Aww. Michelle was randomly wearing it too. Yes, Alexis Michelle uh, came to a pop-up shop that we did uh, last year for Pride at Therapy where we, she graciously came and performed for us. I think she sang New York, New York or something fun like that. Mm-hmm. But I dressed her for the night um, and we were celebrating Pride the Series, which is a show on Amazon that I was involved with. And uh, yeah, she's been great. Monet um, has a jumpsuit that from a t-shirt. <laughs> from, from okay, Bob. so I gave a t-shirt <laughs> to Bob the drag queen, and Bob turned uh, yeah, she, that Bob. into a jumpsuit, and then Patrick, Monet's assistant, like stoned the hell out of it, and it looks gorgeous. And then Bob wore it the other day on. Uh, I mean, sorry, Monet wore it the other. Or no, Bob wore it. Sorry, they oh. they give they, it they to each other. It. Yeah, they yeah, share it. Yeah, they share it with they the sisterhood of the traveling Tyler Wallach <laughs> Seriously, they no, share honestly, it. though. So, so Bob wore it on Monet's new TV show on the Build. Oh, cute! I, yeah. I've been in the audience for that. It's a good show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, Monet's show is really. You should come. Cute. We should go back. Like we should go. They they Monet, come in every put me week. on your show. Yes. Yeah. You Marty was on it yesterday. Marty now has Marty, a segment on Marty there. is running oh around the political yeah. queen. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we stand this Marty Gold I love Cummings. Marty. Vote for Marty Gold Cummings no matter what for she's president. running for. For president. <laughs> for president. <laughs> yes. I mean, why not? <laughs> hey, throw her in. And you did Courtney Act. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Courtney was one of the great, one of the first people I did. So I sent Courtney a, a dress a long time ago, and it's actually how I got to meet um, – the Mr. Cut to the Feeling Friday, Mark Kanemura. So Courtney was filming um, Big Brother, and uh-huh. a bunch of boys had started playing dress up in her drag closet, and he picked the dress that I gave Courtney. And I'm like, who is this boy with this big bulge up in my dress? This oh. tight body, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Um, bodycon dress. And I'm like, who is this kid? So I look him up on Instagram. And I'm like, holy shit, this video has like. 
like I think like already like 200,000 views mm-hmm. or something. This is crazy. And then I'm like, oh shit, he's a dancer for Lady Gaga. And then Oh, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't I know that. video. Put all the put all the pieces together. And then Courtney won Celebrity Big Brother and like wore your stuff in the Celebrity Big Brother house. She did. And she did? Yeah, yeah. so, so All the she time. did. She, she bought I was she, watching she it. Had I don't this remember. She dress made and. Oh, the dress. Yeah, so this really With cool black dress made yeah, yeah. and a pillbox hat. And the dress was black. And then when you open the dress up, it pops open to a big color. But I think she wore model. your t shirt oh, too. She had there. the t shirt too. She had the t shirt in the house. And then someone in the house borrowed the t shirt oh. and wore it. Girl, people well. love people just, mopping like, love that Tyler Wallach shirt. It's, uh, it's something that, like, I don't know if everybody wants to buy it for themselves, but I guess if your friend has it, you want to grab it and wear it, honey. That's cute. That's how there's things pop off when you, it's that shirt that true. you want to mop, yeah. girl. There's been, like, lots of great queens out there. I'm uh, Neon Calypso. Yes. I'm a huge fan of her now. Of course, I, I had to get her. her in some gear. Well, Sasha's Aja, like very obsessed Sasha, with you too. Uh, well, <laughs> Sasha's wonderful. Yeah, like she loves you. Like I, because she talks. You have donated paintings to her raffle at Nightgowns multiple times. Yeah. And like she just says the nicest things about you. She's like a very big fan. I feel like. <laughs> she's so she's super sweet. You said you did that one joke, but you've done a few pieces for her, haven't you? Like yeah, I did a. She did that film. Uh, oh, right. Penny. Um, it was called One Dollar Drag. One Dollar Drag. I'm like, Penny Drag? Well, Sorry, I'll give her um, more credit. She sang from, um, what is it called? Penny, Three, three penny, penny Opera? Threat Penny Opera. Oh, my God. We don't know what the hell uh, we're talking about We have, about like, how many theater right queens right in this room? I love that. It was called Pirate Jenny. Um, oh, no, no, no. But she, yes. sang, no she sang from. One Dollar Drag. <laughs> she sang from. Thank you. Martyr is way more useful than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> Our intern is doing well yes. today. Yes. She's coming through. Uh, I got your latte, sir. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> well, since everyone's sharing your stuff, you can All actually buy your stuff <laughs> yes. at Bushwig, which we will both be working at. Yeah, come to Bushwig. In September. Meet me, hug me, try something on. Yeah. What's Bushwig been like? Bending? Oh. Bushwig is great. It's a lot. I mean, it's like the longest weekend of the year for me, but I love it. I know what to expect now. We bring snacks and nuts. Apparently, we're bringing iced coffee this year. I am. (laughs) I'm going to have a treat for all of you. America's first queer coffee brand. Are you launching it at Bushwick? Yes. Yeah. Please well, I know we're doing it these things with me. <laughs> 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 we'll talk about the rollout later. All right. Chris. Well, Bushwick Word. is like a sweet spot for me because like that's how we met. Yeah. Because I bought a, a, Cause no offense, a special item. All offense. <laughs> I am not a drag con girl. Sorry. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I we just, tried. She tried. I just it. don't want to be. Uh, I think that's where I also met you with. Bushwick last year. Yeah. I met you the year before. Martyr was turning looks, honey. Looks at Bushwick. He turned Tyler's purse into an outfit. He bought a purse for me the next day. He was wearing it as a bra. It was amazing. I sold that to you. You did. I love that purse. Mm -hmm. It's a cute purse. I I love that picture. It's a cute picture. It's a cute picture. I'm just so talented with my looks. This intern, she might get paid So yeah, I'm excited to go go back to Bushwick this year for two days and see all the I'll be there selling your things. If you need a booth, girl, you know where to reach me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Martyr at martyr.com. Martyr.com. Just martyr. Actually, it's just the the Catholic Church's website. (laughs) (laughs) 
so you are an artist. What yeah. have been the challenges and the best things about being a freelance artist? Um, mm-hmm. I think the challenges have been like navigating a day job. I'm lucky enough now to where I think I've established myself enough to where I get what I know I'm worth these days. But in the beginning, when you feel like you're just so lucky to get a job, you'll kind of do things for lower prices or mm-hmm. sometimes for free, which I'm not saying is like something you should never do, but it's something you should do very consciously and like do that very with, you should do that with a lot of awareness uh, when you do work for free. But um, I I would always say, yeah, right. (laughs) Um, But I would say like navigating the day job thing, but like the best part of it has probably been like, I didn't, I honestly didn't know if it was something that I could ever do. And I've kind of done it for, I mean, I have done it for a year now. So it's just kind of exciting to see it keep going and kind of take a life of its own. Cause it's something that you're not sure if it's going to work and it starts to work. So you're like, okay, let me just honor the work and do this the right way and not get a big head and, you know, watch how much I drink mm. and just keep a good, keep a good, clear head enjoy life of yeah. course i mean good lord it's new york city after all there's, there's trouble to be had but <laughs> do it smartly i think that it's also something about really truly believing in yourself and and going where the universe is taking you because you have done it for a year but i think that you were kind of hesitant to leave that job and then it kind of it ended because the restaurant sold yeah and then it really forced oh. you to and yeah then so oh. the restaurant that i was working at which it was like home fucking base it was like oh i got an audition and it was like three people they're like don't worry i got you sis like i'm auditioning for like a riverboat casino next <laughs> week so like you know the my, yeah the, 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 the new orleans tour of my fair lady or some bullshit what? like that you know it's just like weird no gigs. i know weird acting Act- yeah. actors who are like oh yeah. i'm doing a voiceover for like an abortion clinic tomorrow or you know it's <laughs> oh just like Break strange, leg. Strange. yeah some guy i knew used to wear this like crazy suit with these green balls all over it and he would go and swing a baseball bat for like nine hours at a time and it was for a uh, cgi for a uh, baseball game video the, games a video game Oh, where so much money, almost like oh like yeah, forty five dollars an hour swinging that baseball bat. That's hilarious. Uh, I knew oh a girl. Yeah, where do we get that job? So you know, people do weird jobs all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew a girl who would do um, foot modeling for Jessica Simpson, like when they were trying to figure out like what the sizes and how Ooh. they fit. Anyway, sorry, that's Ooh. delicious. Your story. Go ahead. It's just how like you were you were kind of hesitant because oh, yeah, yeah, you were yeah. really sticking onto it. And I'm like, girl, you're only gigging there like, like once a day, like once a week. Yeah, I was like working. Sundays, like doing a random brunch, just like come in and say hey and like see everybody. But they ended up buying the building that the restaurant was in and they turned it into a completely different restaurant. And the owners who owned it was like six different people. One of the six had passed away and he was like known as the glue that kind of held all of Mm. these investors together and all of them were like you know what in this moment when we received this deal like we don't want to want to and it was a successful restaurant that was so it was so sad to see something that we all as a group of artists because it was like there was a dj and i was a painter and there was like four people who did musicals all the time and Mm -hmm. um and like i mean the all the bartenders were like legit professional bartenders none of them were like um doing well, no, one of them was an actor as well. But so it was just a really nice community of actors who constantly would cover each other. And you could leave for three months and come back, which yeah. is unheard of. Yeah, so it's hard in New York. It was something they didn't want to give up. But 
they sold it and pushed me out of the nest. But yeah, like like you said, and like my parents said, they were like, you were halfway out the door anyway. Yeah, you so were. Yeah. It was the last little push I needed uh, to be doing this full time. I mean, hustling, hustling, hustling while I've had waiting jobs for like the past nine years. But it's been nice to like gig and have a place to work in a studio that's not my apartment. Yeah, oh that's my like God. such a luxury. Sorry to my roommate for dealing with the Tyler Wallach Studio craft show for I the mean, past. Oh, I know that life. Yeah, yeah. I know that life so well. <laughs> well, you know, Oprah says you have to do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Oprah's my personal mentor. She's my mentor. That was some deep. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I think, like, the hard part, honestly, has been being freelance, but the great part has been being freelance. I don't know. Yeah, I know a like lot of people hate it, yeah. but I'm committed to the hustle, and I think no matter what, I know it's going to work, and that's why it's worked. Yeah. In your art, you use a lot of the rainbow yeah. aesthetic. Um, do you think um, embracing queerness has helped or hindered your career? Oh, it's absolutely helped it, and despite anybody's advice, my dad was always like, Tyler, I don't think you need to lead with the queer thing. Like, I think you need to give people the option to like make up their mind if they like you or not first. And I don't know if you need to be like the gay artist or whatever. And, and I understand why many artists, like we recently, um, we were invited to go to a talk that Kim Petras did at ABC news because, uh, ABC news nightline has did an interview with me before for pride. Uh, that was, luckily narrated by Whoopi Goldberg. I oh my know. God. Yeah, Crazy. that was super cool thing. So anyway, we go see Kim Petras and she's like, I don't want to be known as the trans pop star. I don't want to be known as the trans artist. And I totally get that because yeah. I think she's got like so many other things going for her. But at the time for me, when I, I was embracing my queerness and I was like finding my own art to, for lack of a better term, that like it was just all about being queer. And mm. that is just like me wearing my heart on my sleeve. It was like just me being me in the best way that I knew how and like my gayness is something that like I never thought I could hide I always thought it was like so funny when someone's like oh my god you're gay I was always like what like oh I am straight I am past <laughs> well you've dated girls before uh yeah, yeah yeah I dated a girl for two years in college so I think there's also something about me that's like quite chameleon like being from the south um I yeah. can blend yeah and a waiter it's like Hey everybody, how yeah. are you? Oh take, yeah, putting on the voice. Like, Just you know. go to his Facebook and scroll down to 2007 and see those <laughs> outfits. Yes, honey. you'll see me in my cargo shorts with a white belt and an Abercrombie shirt or a Hollister polo Ooh. with with my chi straightened hair which honey. is pretty gay let's she see. was oh straight. God, i was so gay i think <laughs> that it just goes to show too that you should really just be yourself and that's really where you where you will be successful because yeah. even with me and my blog like i once i started really embracing who i was and showing like you know you know collaborations with tyler and wearing the rainbow and talking about being gay and saying i'm gay in my my profile people respond to that and i think that they'll identify that and i think whether you're in the lgbtqia community or not that you're truth resonates with other people and they'll want to be a part of that and that was the most shocking part it was it was always like then the first few times I got like really good paid opportunities to show my art it was directly connected with me being like a niche gay artist mm -hmm. and so that's why I was always like queer artist this queer artist that like gay 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 and <laughs> I mean quite literally when you're tagging photos on uh, Flickr, and you remember that? Flickr. Wow, Girl. yes, I do. <laughs> Sorry. So you're bringing her back. Honey, back when I was trolling Flickr and tagging my photos, it was always like gay artist, gay artist. Um, 
and then that's how I got involved with the history of queer street art, which is like the first group art show I did because I had all these obviously, obviously queer stickers up and you could sort of get the idea whether it was through like a phallic drawing or a rainbow or any other type of gay iconography. Uh, these guys from LA came and noticed the art that I had put out in the street in Soho and they were like, well, you are obviously some established artists and you know we've seen your sticker work all over Soho and like we want you to be a part of the show that we're putting up, the history of queer street art. It's happening kind of quickly, but like let us know how much it would cost for you to participate in all of this stuff. And then I call my dad and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> these guys are like thinking I'm some big artist and they're like, obviously you. <laughs> and I'm like, obviously what? Obviously, oh my God. So <laughs> I give, he's like, you need to get it together. Like uh, you are an artist and you tell them how much you're worth. Like, you know, if you're thinking that you're going to want to like draw and not do theater, then you better start taking this seriously. Yeah. So Ooh, I Cooper. did. I know. He said, if you don't take yourself seriously, then who the hell's, who the hell else do you expect to? Which is true. Cooper Wallet coined the term, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going <laughs> to love somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. so I went to L.A. and I did my thing and I did a little art show there and went to Hollywood for the first time and rode a bike down Venice Beach. And I love Venice. Had a, what's the burger, In-N-Out? In-N-Out. Ooh, I was In-N-Out. There's Ooh. like four things on the menu. Mm -hmm. It's fierce. Girl. No, you got to do the secret menu. Oh, what? You don't know about menu. the secret menu. That's where fries. everything is. What is it called? Like Shit. dirty fries or something? No, um, animal fries? style. Animal style. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my god, you've never had right. it. It's really just the fries show. with everything on it. Yeah, no, it's so good. It's so <laughs> okay. good. I, I, I go to In-N-Out. That's the only up. thing. We thought order. it was gonna be something but crazy. It's not Whataburger though. I think Whataburger is better. It's oh, Whataburger. I'm having a crisis because Whataburger is now owned by some other state. Yeah, they said it. Wasn't gonna affect, but that you know. I'm still having crisis, full blown crisis. About I it. missed the uh, um, honey chicken biscuit. Are you from oh Texas? Oh my god! No, they had them in Florida though. Oh really? They yeah. do biscuit honey. So, what are your goals for the future? Mm. Ooh, my goals for the future. I want to do a more handmade work. So I really love the idea that art belongs to everybody and being able to produce t-shirts for, you know, $45, which I believe for the all over print mm -hmm. technique and the fact that I produce them on my own and ship them and do pretty much every aspect of all of it on my own. Um, but I want to get more into like hand picking and buying some more vintage clothing and like me buying, uh, like, nice some nice beautiful leather products and customizing them and then offering those on my website now i just want to move from a from more of a mass-produced place to a one-of-a-kind custom queen couture. Moment. Couture. couture moment it looks couture to me so <laughs> that and mm. You know, to just keep enjoying Pose on FX. <laughs> yes. I love it. Um, I just want orangejuiceandbiscuits.com to get bigger. And to me, I'm working on possibly do it. Why well, I am going to be doing a podcast soon. Exclusive. Hey. Um, yeah. OJMB the here podcast. here on this podcast. Yes. For another podcast. <laughs> yeah. You better have us on, bitch. Of course. <laughs> Cross promotion. Yes. Cross promotion. We'll be podcasting the podcast for the podcast on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then just doing Feel more. I want to. Joe more Bonnie. on, yes. <laughs> I want to do more on camera stuff, just like more on camera interviews and things like that. So I'm. I want you on things. Queer Eye. 
a season. Thank you. Can you please tweet them and let me know? Yeah, I feel no, like if anyone you, can make it happen, you it's you. Yeah, yep. you deserve to be like on a queer eye type show. Thank they already you. have the top five. Yes, and like, they were casting that one and we I tried know, and they ignored really me tried. for some reason. I Chanel. Yeah, we, I'll call her out. Yeah, no, we tried. Like, Ooh, Coco? Coco Chanel? No, the girl Chanel. Ooh. No, but you deserve to be on some sort like some sort of commentary, something. E or Bravo, Lifetime. We got to make it happen. Yes, anyone listening, let's make it happen, Heaney. Okay. So you guys, I still think you're both very successful in what oh, you do. Thank you. But not everyone can get to success without struggling. Oh. What is your advice for a struggling artist? Yes. Either f- what should I know? Yeah, as in our intern, Mark, <laughs> here. Take notes, take notes. Oh, my, my pen is on, uh, clicked open. We're good. You just <laughs> use my blood <laughs> as ink. Um, my, honestly, the advice that... I was given is just don't stop. I know that's kind of could be bad advice if you suck, but like, <laughs> right? Because I think like, oh, what if you're, but you know, who's to say what sucks? I certainly, I encourage everybody. I don't. Well, if you, you know, don't practice, you don't get better. Yeah, that's Kay. true. But you also just, like I said before, you if you don't take yourself seriously, then who the fuck will? Like, you have to not be afraid to have your name on your mouth or to post pictures of yourself for you to feel like you're overdoing it it's not overdoing it it's just what it takes and like you feel full of yourself sometimes and you feel silly and like oh my god aren't people sick of this no that is your inner saboteur bitch keep going keep going keep going like Mm -hmm. you just can't you really can't stop when self is product girl serve it up Mm. yeah uh, yeah, I think that just to keep going, and like I said, again, the Oprah quote, do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Like, it, um, just, it can be so hard, especially, like, if you do, when you do your side gigs and things like that, that you can't lose focus and give that same energy to what you your goals are, right? You know, so, like, you know, my side job that I do, like, you know, PR and consulting, but I'm really working on doing things like the commentary and things like that. And to give inner, like 100% energy to both, like you really have to focus on doing that because you can't lose sight of the end goal and don't be ashamed to have to do like side jobs and things like that. Cause I think that that's also just a stigma in general of people being like, I am a month away from going back to a goddamn catering job. Like don't play. I happily would. I would. Like I think there's a stigma. Especially in New York. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, oh, it's so like, expensive. Oh, you need to have oh. like a quote real job, but that what is that? And it's when the well yeah. runs dry, your rent fucking yeah. does not change. Nope. And you There's have no to shame keep in up. that. No, no I, I wish I could. People are like, oh, I'll just be a, like a bartender. I'm like so dumb. I can't be a bartender. No, I can't I think, think that, of that many different yeah, things. Yeah, especially in New York, the restaurant industry is very hard. But yeah, just it so is. don't give up on your dreams and do whatever you need to do in order to do it. But make sure that you don't tire yourself out and still give time to that your dream well i mean god living here long enough that's a thing you just have to learn how to like not burn out on stuff and don't compromise like i think that it's okay to say no to people Mm. Ooh, that's some tea yeah that is some tea Mm -hmm. Um, with that, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Yes, I think the cleaners so are here at the studio. Yeah. Now. There's like 25 people. We're getting kicked out. Uh, We're getting kicked out. <laughs> we'll be done in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, do you guys want to plug anything? We'll plug yeah. your socials, obviously. Oh, yeah, but yeah. if you want to plug it, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, tell us your socials. Oh, mm-hmm. at Tyler Wallach on Twitter and at Tyler Wallach Studio. 
on Instagram. Yes, and I'm at Jonathan Valdez on Twitter and at Jonathan R. Valdez on Instagram because someone has my name. (laughs) (laughs) But please follow because, you know, the algorithm says. I know. Oh, I love her. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, thank you so much for being on our little shit show. <laughs> yeah, this is yes. so much fun. Anyone who for made our, it this our long. Nine <laughs> for our Woo-hoo! nine listeners. Um, I'm Martyr. I'm C. Tepper. And this was Wigging Out. Out. Bye, bitch. Bye. So I'm C. Tepper. You can follow me at at C-T-E-P-P-E-R on Instagram. And you can also check out my book, The State of Drag, available on Amazon, only for 99 cents, and all proceeds go to charity. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram at DragTheMartyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, or dick pics, you can send them at DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Artwork for Wigging Out came from Glitter Baby Online. You can find them on Instagram at Glitter Baby Online. Thank you.